I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. This podcast homily for Ash Wednesday is the first in a series of seven podcast homilies for the season of Lent. Revisions to this series are part of the AIC's continuing celebration of the start of its second decade on the web. The musical theme is an excerpt from Allegre's Miserere May, used under license from Lynn Publishing. It is the theme used for the companion AIC seasonal video series Lent, the Season of Penitence. Listeners may benefit from the AIC seasonal video series Lent, the Season of Penitence, presented in three episodes, each linked from the digital library page with the MP3 podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. The series offers a brief history of the evolution of Lent especially the addition of Ash Wednesday to the church calendar in the 7th century, Anglican traditions of the Lenten season, including color and fasting traditions, commentary on the collect epistle, and gospel readings for Ash Wednesday and all six Sundays in Lent in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. The collect epistle and gospel readings for Ash Wednesday are discussed in Episode 1. Ash Wednesday was added to the Christian calendar by Pope Gregory the Great, who presided at Rome from 590 A.D. to 604 A.D. in a decree issued around 601 A.D., possibly to offset the Eastern Church criticism that the Western Church season of Lent did not have 40 fasting days. The original title of Lent in Latin was Quadragesima, which literally means 40 days. Thereafter, the season of Lent, first begun in the Western Church by Bishop Ambrose of Milan and Pope Leo the Great in the late 4th to mid-5th century, would begin on the Wednesday after Quinquagesima Sunday and would include a mandatory office called the Imposition of Ashes, which is why the first day of Lent in the Western Church is called Ash Wednesday. The result was a season of 46 calendar days and 40 fasting days before Easter. The collect for Ash Wednesday sets the tone for the season. It is to be read in all services in Lent until Palm Sunday. The text was adapted by Archbishop Cranmer for the 1549 Book of Common Prayer from the Sarum Rite, Sarum is modern-day Salisbury, England, in the English church before the separation of the church in England from the jurisdiction of the Bishop of Rome. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In the Anglican prayer book tradition, from time to time, the traditional epistle reading is replaced by a for-the-epistle reading from the Old Testament or from Revelation or Acts of the Apostles, 
linking the Old Testament tradition. The For the Epistle reading for Ash Wednesday, Joel 2, verses 12 to 17, is the prophet's second call for the repentance of Israel. It follows one of his Day of the Lord prophecies, or predictions of judgment. It includes key phrases common to all Western Church celebrations of the penitential season of Lent. Verse 13 is one of the opening sentences for morning prayer during Lent. In verse 12, Joel speaks the command of the Lord, Turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. Joel's own instruction in his own words in verse 13 is a barely veiled criticism of the public righteousness of the temple priests and scribes who tore their garments in public to express penitence. The tearing of garments would become a symbol of the opposition of the chief priests at the time of Jesus' trial on Good Friday, described in Matthew 26, verse 65. Here is Joel's advice from verse 13. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful. In the rest of the pericope, Joel gives advice on the right and humble way to approach repentance, concluding with this sage advice in verse 17, nations means the non-Jewish world, or Gentiles. And do not give your heritage to reproach that the nations should rule over them. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God? The Gospel reading for Ash Wednesday, Matthew 6, verses 16 to 21, is a short two-part pericope which opens with Jesus' continued criticism of the Pharisees here labeled hypocrites with an instruction in verses 17 and 18 on the proper method of fasting. That is, not conspicuously as the Pharisees did, but echoing the accusation made in Joel 2, 12-17, the for the epistle reading for the day. Jesus' criticism of the Pharisees is continued, but even more directly in Matthew 23. Anoint your head and wash your face, so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. The second part of the pericope is a warning against laying aside earthly imperishable treasure instead of heavenly imperishable treasure. The advice was repeated in slightly different form by St. Paul in 1 Corinthians 9, 24-27, which is part of the epistle reading for Septuagesima Sunday. The closing verses, 19, 20, and 21, are part of the scriptural basis for the church's Lenten theme of taking the teachings of the Christian faith into the heart. Do not lay up for yourselves treasure on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart 
will be also. Other AIC resources on topics discussed in this podcast homily for Ash Wednesday are from the AIC Bible Study video series, New Testament Gospels, presented in 45 episodes, the reading from Matthew 6, verses 16 to 21, to do one's fasting in secret is discussed and illustrated in episode 6 from the AIC Christian Education video series, The Lives of the Saints, from the first series focused on the 18 saints with feast days in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. St. Paul is the focus of episode 5 and St. Matthew of episode 14. From the second series focused on other saints in the Western and Eastern Church traditions, St. Ambrose of Milan is the focus of episode 4, St. Gregory the Great of episode 14, Archbishop Cranmer, one of three Anglican martyrs celebrated in episode 28, and St. Leo the Great in episode 29. In the Writing Prophets of the Old Testament, in Part 2, Chapter 2, pages 65 to 70, you can read more about Joel in a brief biography, a discussion of themes, a selection of quotations, and a text box Joel in Scripture and Christian Liturgy on page 70. The book includes two illustrations of Joel, one from Rome in the 16th century and one from Russia in the 18th century. In Christian Spirituality, an Anglican Perspective, read more about the spiritual discipline of Christian spirituality, of taking the teachings of the Church into one's heart, as demonstrated in the life and writings of Archbishop Thomas Cranmer, the development of personal prayer habits, and examples of apostolic wisdom from two pairs of saints, Peter and Paul, James and Jude. In Layman's Lexicon, read the entries for Confession, Day of the Lord, Forgiveness, Heart, Heritage, Spirituality, and Virtues. Finally, in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer Service Book Edition, a text for the imposition of ashes for the Penitential Office for Ash Wednesday is found on pages 60 to 63. All the AIC Bookstore publications are available using the virtual bookstore link at the bottom of the homepage at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net or directly from my Amazon Author Central page, https colon right slash right slash www.amazon.com right slash author right slash Ronald hyphen E hyphen Shibley. Everything after dot com must be in lowercase letters. 
The closing prayer is the text of the choral evensong service for Ash Wednesday, used at the Anglican Church of St. John the Evangelist in Elora, Ontario, Canada, in 2015 A.D. O God, who by thy care and counsel for mankind hast moved thy church to appoint this holy season, wherein the hearts of those who seek thee may receive thy help and healing. We beseech thee so to purify us by thy discipline, that abiding in thee and thou in us, we may grow in grace and in the faith and knowledge of thee, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and make use of its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.